Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio, simply glorious. In spreading the gospel to the world, we have designed a streaming radio broadcast for every believer. This word, worship, and witness-filled broadcast streams live every week. Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day. Subscribe to our iTunes podcast and take UDR wherever you go. Visit us online at urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Also find us at twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory and like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast.
Well, good evening, Urban Glory Radio listeners. This is Selena, one of the leaders here at Urban Glory Campaigns. We're delighted to have a special guest in our studio tonight uh, by the name of Tanya Breland. She is not only a friend and a colleague in uh, business, but she is also family, literally. So I'm excited to have her on tonight. This month is a special month that we celebrate every single year in Urban Glory on Urban Glory Radio, our platform of outreach via radio, um, celebrating the women in our history, the women in our present, and as I always say, the women of the future, the young ladies that are coming behind us watching us and will um, be trailblazers as we have seen, as we do see now, including the woman that's on the phone right now. Um, So, Tanya, hello. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. (laughs) <laughs> so glad I am to be here. well, and you're welcome. Great, great. We're glad to have you. Um, ecstatic, actually. And hopefully I will not um, ramble, as I can do in, in radio. <laughs> Our audience we'll work that, through this together. We'll work through it together. Awesome. Excellent. When it comes to uh, women, children, and music, those are three subjects that really pull out passion in me, so... I am grateful for this opportunity. Audience, get ready. You're going to um, be amazed by who we have on the phone. So, Tanya, I'm going to stop talking and let you talk. Let's start with the purpose of uh, this particular month and this broadcast, Women's History Month. What significance does Women's History Month have in your life? Well, um, I took a moment to consider Women's History Month, not just a moment, but obviously um, in in preparation for tonight's call. And I was thinking, you know, I what I really appreciate about Women's History Month is an opportunity to celebrate the pioneers and those women who yeah. have come before us to pave a way for where we are today. Um, if it right. weren't for their acts of courage, to some of them to go against the grain, to be able to do yes. something new and to do something different, to make a difference in this world, you know, we would not be where we are today as women, even on this, on this, um, doing this interview. Absolutely, absolutely, that's so true. I, I agree with every statement that you made, um, and as you were speaking. And I'm sure you, this happened was happening with you as well. As you were speaking, I was thinking of women that I mm-hmm. have have been able to embrace and actually see live in person, tra- trailblazing their way through different um, industries, ministry, um, education, doing things different. Um, it's it just. And speaking of education, tell our audience about what you do as it pertains have done for some for several years now and do as it pertains to uh, education. Wow, okay. Um, well, <laughs> I am <laughs> I am an educator, um, I would say by profession. I started off uh, with a teaching career in um, working primarily in educa- uh, elementary settings. I did work with middle school for a year. I have to confess I hated it. Um, okay. Middle, Honestly, school, middle schoolers were not my favorite. <laughs> I, you know, I actually completely understand. I've had similar yes. experience. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I went from middle school to kindergarten. Big jump, but I really wow, did yeah, that is a... those. Yeah, those, those little ones. They were they were very adorable, and they were like little sponges. So I had an opportunity <laughs> to um, to teach, you know, kindergarten, fourth grade, and then I went into administration. Um, during you know my transition to administration, I had an opportunity to win a National Educators Award, the Milken Family Foundation National Educator Award. Um, mm-hmm. And I was a vice principal, and I was a principal and um, curriculum supervisor while serving as principal. I had the privilege of turning my school around and removing them from the state of New Jersey's list of schools that were in need of improvement. And that was really big. Um, yeah. And I've since started my own educational consulting firm. So now I train educators to be more effective and to, you know, make more of a difference and help students to be successful. And I also have a tutoring service as well as a part of my um, my business. So that's kind of the nutshell, the quick nutshell. And that was that was a lot quicker than I than I expected, and a lot. Um, she, ladies and gentlemen, she was very very generous with the way that she expressed what she has done and and does. Um, if you don't mind, oblige us a little bit and speak about the turnaround that you mentioned very very briefly. You said it was big, but then you moved right off of it. How was that experience? Because that that from my perspective, is very, very important for the young ears that are going to hear this uh, this interview, that they have courage to, because if I could say this real quickly, I have um, seen in education for the short time that I worked in it in the public school system where the students at that point, and it's been some years now since I've done that, at that point were getting discouraged about the whole system. So it was like they didn't even care anymore. And um, I was able to serve as some type of glimpse of hope, but not for long. And I, I got really, really concerned about I was seeing, what I was seeing with other educators and the lack of motivation solely based on pay. And, and I know that's always, always kind of been a, an argument or an issue as far as mm-hmm. um, teachers aren't paid enough and things of that nature. But when I was growing up, it didn't matter what they were paid or anything. The teachers I dealt with, thank God for it, they had passion about students' lives being changed and being properly educated. Um, many of the, not all of them, but many of the teachers that I had the opportunity to sit in their classroom were very, very dedicated to their craft, their the skills. So, um, talk a little bit about the change that you were able to help uh, cultivate and serve as a catalyst. Sure. Um, I was in a school that um, was in need of improvement, as I mentioned, and uh, it was a high-needs area, um, a very transient population, meaning the the kids didn't stay, many of the kids didn't stay in the school from, you know, um, kindergarten to fifth grade. Uh, A number of them moved a lot um, because a lot of them came from single-family homes. And so they were lacking in the area of literacy in particular, um, and so when mm-hmm. I um, got there, my mission was to um, help them to begin to see growth. 
the morale was low among the teachers because they, you know, they had been struggling. The students had been struggling for a long time, and they couldn't really figure out what to do to get them to another level and to inspire them and motivate them to, for example, read and write more. Um, and so I, I took it upon myself to make that my mission while I was there and was fortunate yeah. to be able to work with a team of very dedicated teachers who were um, motivated to help the students succeed. And together we worked hard. Everyone took ownership of the problem. And, you know, we worked hand-in-hand hand to really move the meter so that we could, you know, be removed from that state list and, you know, therefore take that stigma away from the school and help the students to see that they can indeed um, be successful. They can read, they can write, they can do what's expected of them. And so we started showing the progress and we had to show consistent progress over a period um, of time and we were able to do that. And I have to say it really did make a difference. And it made a difference in the community. It made awesome. a difference in the morale of the teachers, and of course, the um, the success of the students. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, you know, that's a subject that could go on for like hours. Because um, immediately when you were talking, <laughs> I, I, st- I thought about the the conversation of standardized testing, and actually, off off the record, I would love to hear your thoughts on that because. Um, a conversation sparked on the train the other day, and I actually thought of you. Off the record, we'll talk about that. But um, you, as you speak about it, the passion, I still hear it ever as as clear as day. And um, the care that you have for each of each student, I can imagine um, uh, a trainee and your tutoring session feeling that, getting that vibe from you immediately. And that, mm-hmm. to me, is important. Um, often mm-hmm. people just do things because they know it, it's a good thing to do, not because they have a passion or it comes from a real place or authentic place. So it's awesome to hear that, refreshing, actually. Um, there's not enough time in the day. I'm, I, I'm telling myself mentally to go to the next subject <laughs> because we can leave there for a long time. Um, there is a an awesome book that I actually um, have purchased myself that you have had the uh, privilege to write. Uh, Tell our audience the title, uh, talk about the book and and how they can get it and and, and get in contact with you and whatever else you want to share concerning it. Okay, sure. So the book is entitled Fight to Make It Happen, Six Power Principles to Fulfilling Your Purpose and Living Your Dreams. Um, The book was just released at the end of 2015, so I'm really excited about the book. I'm in the process now of promoting the book, um, doing um, local book tours and looking to expand uh, along the East Coast region um, and the Mid-Atlantic region Mm -hmm. and then eventually everywhere. Um, The book really is a motivational book. Um, I interweave personal stories and, you know, and also the stories of others Um, throughout the book as we talk about the six principles. And the six principles are actual principles that I lived by and I uh, used to govern um, my actions along, you know, my journey towards success and towards making things happen in my life. And I've been fortunate. I've been blessed. You know, God has really blessed yeah. me that I've had opportunities to um, to do a number of different things 
um, in education, as I mentioned previously, um, as an entrepreneur, um, as um, an advocate for healthy marriage. Um, that's something that my husband mm-hmm. and I do together. Uh, and all of those things, you know, I talk about different things throughout the book as I highlight the six principles. Um, would you like me to share uh, the principles quickly? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so the um, there are six principles that I that I live by, and so the first principle really is the principle to dream. And um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about each of the principles because I would love for people to purchase the book or to invite me to come and share about the book. Um, and they could do that on my website, and it's tanyabreeland.com. But um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, you know that first principle before people can really even dream, they have to know what their purpose is. So I spent some yeah. time before we even talk about the principles talking about purpose, which I consider to be our our mission or our why. You know why God placed us on this earth, why we're here, and um, everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a unique. Um, mission that they are supposed to fulfill on this earth. And some people know what it is, and some people are in search of it, and some people will will eventually be in search of it. Um, but people need to operate under that because when we do, then we're doing what we're supposed to be doing in life, and we can fulfill many dreams as a result of fulfilling our purpose. So, you know, the first principle is to dream, and the second principle is one that's really near and dear to my heart, and that's to have faith. And mm-hmm. in that chapter, we talk a lot about mindset and beliefs. Um, and then the third principle is to build strong relationships, because I really believe that we have to be aligned to the right people. Um, the yes, fourth principle very vital. is, yes, absolutely, is about being driven um, and determined, which is, you know, something that people often lack in this, I would say, microwave society that we live in, you know, where they want yeah. things to happen instantly. But things don't happen that instantly in life. We've got to work towards things, and we've got to have drive and determination in doing that. And then the fifth principle is to develop a plan, which is really, really critical. And I talk about, you know, a personal SWOT analysis, which is looking at your strengths and your weaknesses and opportunities and threats to be able to make things happen in your life. And then the sixth principle, um, which is also a favorite principle, is the principle to fight. Because when all else fails and mm-hmm. all these other principles seem like they're not working, that's when we have to kick into fight mode. And sometimes yeah. we have to fight to make things happen in our lives. Even just writing the book for me was a fight. Because I had started many books in the past and did not succeed at completing them. And so I was determined this time that I was going to not just start something, but I was going to finish it. And it had been a long dream yes. of mine to be able to do that. And so I had to fight to make it happen with writing this book. But in doing so, I believe it's given me an opportunity and a platform to be able to motivate, inspire, and empower others to go after um, their dreams and live a life of purpose. That is awesome. And right while we're on that, point right there where you had to fight to actually write the book, fight to make it happen. Um, Let's talk about what what inspired you to write. I know that you said you wanted to complete a book, but what inspired you to start this particular book? I have to say what inspired me, I really, you know, I think part of what stopped me in the past from completing 
uh, a book project was um, I didn't have the, the passion behind the topics. Um, and mm. so with this, this is something like th- this meaning my opportunities to inspire, motivate, empower people has always been a part of who I am at my core. Um, my personal mission is to make a difference in the lives of others. And so I've been doing that, you know, all my life in many different ways through fulfilling a number of different dreams along the way. And so this was really an opportunity for me to pull something that had long been a part of me and put it Mm -hmm. on paper and really try to crystallize it in a way that others can understand. And so, you know, when I started thinking about, um, you know, what it is that has allowed me you know, to be able to fulfill what I've done. First of all, I think it's it's God that gives me the power to do what I do. But beyond that, you know, I, he gives me choice in how I go yeah. about doing things. And so, you know, I realized that in most areas of my life, there were principles that were being, that were in operation. And I said, wow, it's, this is a great opportunity to be able to share these principles with others. Because when I think back on all the different things that I've been able to to accomplish, I realized that I had to have something inside of me that pushed me to be able to do any, any and everything that I've been able to do. And so it's right. these principles that I share in the book that really, um, that really were at work at different times and sometimes, you know, in, in conjunction with one another, sometimes individually. But these principles really did helped me in being able to accomplish, you know, a lot of things in my life. You know, the more and more I listen to you speak about um, what well, your your experience in education is, and now the book. I I hope the listeners, uh, our audience, really, really is um, first of all really being attentive to not only what you're saying, but the passion that's exuding from how you're saying. It. It's very evident that you're passionate about what you're saying and the book and the principles that are in it. And there was a question that I was kind of um, tossing around in my mind of, of um, <laughs> posing to you. And you, you may know the, the moment that I realized that you were already answering it because I um, kind of interjected. <laughs> I was going to ask you what separates your book from others that are written on this topic, and you said it. You're in it. It's it's the thread of your life. Yeah, so the reader is meeting Tanya Breland in these principles because you've lived out and live out these principles. So right. that's right. that's exciting to hear, and that's actually the um, the thread or the grain of Urban Glory Radio uh, to reach the world that, uh, through the city. Urban stands for city or, you know, a city-like area. Um, we go into various cities and preach the gospel, as well as inspire people in various forms to be all that they are created to be in every area of life, every area of life. There is a um, a leadership guru that passed a couple years ago. Um, for sick of it being on the radio, and I don't know if I, have, I, I don't have permission to mention his name, but he passed sometimes on. You probably don't know who I'm talking about when I mention mm-hmm. uh, these principles. I've, I've heard him. He talk- I know who you're talking about, and I've heard him a number <laughs> of times. Like, I heard him, you know, live a number of times. Really? Well, he has yes. the, the seven areas of life, 
And ever since I read, uh, well, first of all, before I even saw the book, um, dealing with it, I read an article on some business uh, blog. I don't even remember which one it was. But um, they alluded to it or referenced these seven principles that, that he gives. And when I saw the seven, I was like, that this encompasses all of what who we are. You have uh, the social aspect of us, the financial, the familial or family. You have spiritual, intellectual. You have, um, I already mentioned financial, um, uh, social, health, family, career, um, spiritual, intellectual. Mm-hmm. And I'm missing one. Tanya, how was the seventh one? Um, oh, I feel like I... I don't know. There are seven, seven, seven areas. That, that's part of it. I feel like I need to Google it. I feel like I need to Google it real quick. I usually am able to. It's the setting. Maybe I'm a little nervous. Um, I'm usually able to spit them out with no problem. Um, that seventh one, I'll probably think of it uh, after after the um, interview. But um, of I wasn't going to say before. Happens. So those seven areas of life. Um, as soon as I read the article, I was like, this encompasses everything that, that we are and God has designed us okay. to be. And, and often we we focus in on certain areas of our life and the others go lacking. But it's very important in order for us to have balance to look at every area. And I, and I believe, especially after purchasing it myself, that your book encompasses it as well. Um, and approaching life, especially for someone who has an entrepreneurial spirit that may have been delayed by just not having confidence, you dealing with okay. purpose and eradicating all of it. It, it. It's just it's amazing. So, listeners, you've got to purchase this book. Um, go to her website. Tanya, give us your information again. It's tanyabreeland.com. It's pretty simple. <laughs> and my name is Tanya, spelled T O N Y A, not T A. So, I'm Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> so, T O N Y A, and Breeland is. I, um, believe it or not, because, of course, my name is Braylon now, um, there's a lot of people that don't know how to spell it. Um, they'll put two E's, because B true. is in boy, R-E-L-A-N-D mm-hmm. is in David. So TanyaBreeland.com. Go to our website right now um, as we speak and and uh, purchase the book. Check out her. Oh, you know what, Tanya, tell us about the um, calls that you have as well really quickly. Yes, actually, we are um, we are just now getting ready to take registration for our Make It Happen Empowerment class. It's a, a virtual class that we're doing. It's um, a six-week class. We actually just we're in the middle of our, our very first Make It Happen Empowerment class, so we will be mm-hmm. finishing that in three weeks. So starting in the month of April, we will start a brand-new class. We do the class online. Um, we use the Blab platform. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Blab, but it allows us to do live video streaming and people can kind of um, get in the video uh, seat, if you will, and we can have actual Mm -hmm. live conversation and we actually go through the book. Um, And then it's an opportunity to connect with other people who are looking to make things happen in their lives. Um, some of the, the we have right now we just have women in the group, but you know men are welcome. It's not a, a women's club only, but I will tell you, right. um, you know primarily there are women who are currently in this this uh, first run of the class, and they are interested in starting their own businesses, um, interested in moving in their careers, 
Um, and they really have varied backgrounds and varied interests, but they're finding that there's some commonality among each of them. And so they're connecting. Yes. We have a private Facebook group where they are connecting with one another. There are weekly assignments and accountability opportunities to help push them to their next level to be able to reach some of the goals that they have for themselves. So it's been a really, really good experience, and the ladies are loving it. And, you know, I am enjoying meeting them and working with them every week, and I'm looking forward to starting our second class. That's why we're doing it, because, you know, it's going so well. It's like we've got to keep this going. We've got to keep this momentum going and open up the opportunity for more people. So anybody, doesn't matter where you are, people are from all over. They're not just people that I know. They're not just people in my state. You know, these are people who are, you know, want to make things happen in their lives. They might be stuck. They may have fears. Um, They may not know where to begin. They may be overwhelmed. Um, You know, they may be trying to find their purpose. And, you know, all of them are part of this class, and it's really going really well. So absolutely, I would love to have anyone in your audience to participate in that class. And they can go to the website to sign up, and the class is free. So that's what makes it really great as well. So it's it's an opportunity that will add value to your life, and it won't break your pocketbooks. And listeners, you do not want to miss the opportunity to have such uh, have access to such a series of calls from this amazing woman that you've heard for the last few minutes on this broadcast. You do not want to miss that opportunity. Um, the value of the content that she shares, just even in her uh, email blast that I receive on a regular basis, on a regular basis, is amazing and. Valuable to the point where I felt like I should be paying for the information that I'm seeing. On uh, I'm serious. I'm serious, and and that's how you're supposed to do. Uh, where you, yeah. what you give out is so uh, valuable that um, you you create loyalty in your customer and in your clientele. Mm-hmm. So I, I've absolutely enjoyed this interview. Um, and real quick, you, you know how we are. Um, um, <laughs> You know how we are. I have got to get these seven out. We're doing this interview. I've got to get the seven out. So it's career, family, health, financial, social, intellectual, spiritual. You did it. Those are the seven here. I'm going to clap for you. (laughs) Yeah. So I I did not want to leave it out there. And all these like she didn't even say the seven. Um, But I knew it would come back. Definitely want to connect. You definitely want to connect with Tanya Freeland. As you can see, she's an amazing um, person with a great heart who has, um, I, I see going across the globe, but it's not going to be limited to domestic travel, but international. And whatever I could do to um, help make that happen, and I use those words purposely. Okay. Um, Thank you. <laughs> um, you already know that. I, I, I hired myself as an ambassador. Immediately started connecting her to um, as many women as I could, um, especially leading women. I appreciate so, um, and, and folks that are in the DMV, we have a lot of DMV listeners just because we we are physically here. Um, you definitely want to stay tuned to Urban Glory Radio, period, because we have a lot of things coming up in, uh, this year. Um, but we are finalizing some dates for um, uh, business and ministry related 
uh, events, and I've already talked to Tanya about this, so we're definitely going to have her if we can match the dates. And um, if we do, in fact, match the dates, you will be hearing about it, and you'll be able to see her live. Now, those of you who have ministries and um, companies that you have any uh, motivational events or events of this sort, you definitely want to go ahead and schedule. Do not wait for our event. Go ahead and uh, book her, bring her to your area. Um, am I right, Tanya? Bring her to yes, your area. Yes, absolutely. All right. I I right. I love the DMV area. I went to school down there, Howard University. H U. Got to give it a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anytime, I can come down that area. Awesome. I realize that we're connected. Um, the leader and I, my husband and I, are connected to a lot of Howard alumni. A lot of Howard oh, yeah. alumni. Um, I so, love. I um, love Howard University. Yes. Yes, one of the um, one of the greatest uni- greatest universities in the DMV area, in the in domestically period. Um, a lot of great people, including yourself, have come out of there. A list just like fluttered through my mind of great actors, actresses, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. medical professionals, preachers. Um, uh-huh. So many that that, that have flooded the earth. Um, so absolutely, um, I'm going to. Uh, close up this interview. I really don't want to let you go. I, I don't believe Aww. in a limited amount of time. <laughs> but we'll have to do this again. We definitely will. Um, we definitely will. So listeners, connect to Tanya Breland. Go to tanyabreland.com and give us some feedback. As we always say, contact us. You can contact us anytime at 202-630-4UGC. That's 202-630-4842. Let us know that you enjoyed the broadcast. Uh, if you have any questions or anything or how to connect Tanya, I mean, the website was given several times, um, but if you want to find out how to connect to her, we'll definitely send you that information as well. Stay tuned. All of this month, you'll hear from various women from different um, backgrounds and disciplines and get a chance to not only meet them, but hear about what they're doing right now in our community. So have a wonderful night. Tanya, are there any last words you'd like to give to the audience, any encouraging words, motivational words? Sure. I would just encourage everyone to get out there and fight to make it happen. Excellent. So have a wonderful night. We love your Urban Glory campaigns. Good night. This broadcast is sponsored in part by Enlightenment Bookstore. Go to urbanglorycampaigns.web.com. And look for the Enlightenment Bookstore banner on our homepage. Urban Glory Radio. Simply Glory.